I'm not the right person to explore. But somebody who's very savvy at running Zoom conferences, and we're developing a whole cadre of people who are very good at that, right. um, could, could take that and run with it. Well, and, you know, we thought about uh, at our local conference when we did it in person, we actually considered having a big screen and having at least one or two of the presenters come in on that screen. But again, the tech is always, a, first it's pricey to, to do the tech at a conference, but also it's iffy. And I, when I'm facilitating an event, I don't need any more iffies. <laughs> iffies bother me. They're stressful. Yeah. Well, and again, I think that's a that's something that venues are going to get much better at marketing. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think it needs to happen because you can bring in those big names. You right. Can, and and also people can attend from all over the world. We had people from all over the world attending our conference. Right. Because they could. Because they could. Because they could. Or yeah. signing up for it. Some of them weren't probably there, but we'll watch the recordings because they're on the other side of the you know world. But yeah, no, I I just think there's a there's an untapped potential. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So those, that's all I've got coming up. I don't have any fancy book conferences or teaching or anything like that. Um. I'm. My work schedule for the next two weeks is going to be brutal, and then I'm off, essentially. I'm still working, but I'm not scheduled for call for two weeks. I'm not sure how that worked out, but... Shh, don't jinx it. Oh, no. <laughs> I would change it. I am... Um, <laughs> I'm getting too old for this. Well, in, in November, I'm presenting at the Grant Professionals Association conference again this year. I, I keep ending up presenting at this thing, and I... And I keep saying, ah, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to do this again next year. And then I keep ponying up and saying, yeah, I'll do something. Let me do something. <laughs> you know, um, so I have a, co a fabulous co-presenter, uh, Kim Joyce, who will be presenting with me at this thing. And she's going to be there on site, and I won't. I'll be remoting. So we're going to see how some of this yeah, hybrid some stuff. Of hybrid stuff works. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how, how some of it works. Um, so, yeah. Well, I did. So CombatCon was live. But for work reasons, I could not go. And Terry had set up stuff. And I actually did a pre presentation. She was there in person as the moderator. But it worked very well. I mean, it just, you know, I was projected on the big screen and, nice. you know, did my talk. And um, we didn't have the audience participation while I was talking as much, but we left a good period of time at the end for questions and then we just had some really great comments and interactions and very pithy questions that were were a lot of fun so yeah i was talking to a, one of my writing clients very recently about uh, fight scenes and you know and making sure that the character is capable of handling the weapon and it doesn't matter what weapon you choose right. as long as you choose a weapon that that particular character would be capable of handling and that you write it well, that that you go out and learn the language of it. The, and she's, you know, she's got the books and all that. But I said, you know, use your mentor texts. Go see how how it's done really well because you don't want to put every detail in. But um, but yeah, so we were having a whole conversation about that. And it's always you always come to the forefront of my brain when I think about uh, that kind of stuff in mm -hmm. writing because of your your weaponry and your wounds, talks and things like that that you do. So I always find that really fascinating. 
Yeah, I yeah. I make a study of mayhem <laughs> as a profession. So. Well, you you make us, you, but as a profession, you you really are usually repairing that, so it's okay. You yeah, know, it's, like, it's, it's good to know, right? <laughs> it's good to know if somebody gets you know chopped up with a broadsword. How how might how might what you kind fix of injury that? that you what have? Kind, and how are you going to fix it? What kind of surgery do you have to do? Yeah. Right. Run through with a, with with a, a an epi 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 yes run through with an epi you know that's this particular type of wound and it's going to take a particular <laughs> type of surgery to yep. fix. so there you go I don't suppose you see a lot of that in trauma in um, trauma room people are cooped up people are not much to do but drink <laughs> and you either need to. Get along better with your family or find well, better certain, drinking partners. <laughs> well, also, I think some of the social veneer has, you know, people have let it rub off. And yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons. Yeah. We've had, I mean, to be honest, we've had uh, a lot more penetrating trauma than has been traditional. It's still not the numbers that you get in some other trauma centers, but more than our usual, you know, less than... 10 15 percent it's it's the numbers have climbed up um with some rather interesting injuries i've had a couple wow. of really weird <laughs> injuries in the last two weeks well see and here i was making light of the idea and here you go it's it's, a it's real what thing. we do because you know <laughs> it, you know even if you can't imagine it it's happening yes so um let's do a writing update Okay. What you uh, what you writing? Um, Same thing. Proud ways be stilled. Proud ways be stilled. Is that the title? That's the title. Working Ooh, I title. I don't think you've ever given me a title. That's before. the title. It's a quote from uh, Jonah. Nice. Um, and uh, I'm up to early. January 1862, um, trying to put in some very interesting interplay between um, Henry Wilding and uh, Thomas Dudley. Um, Wilding's an ex-soldier, but has severe PTSD. Right. So what did, um, what's your um, time frame that you're following? Uh, so it's summer or late Late August, early September, 1861, through um, the end of 1862, very early into 1863. Actually, most of the action takes place by September of 1862. I'm debating whether to go on with... Th there's some interesting events that occur between 1862 and early 1863 having to do with the final nails in the coffin of any kind of Confederate recognition on the part of Great Britain and the cancellation of several warships that the Confederates had contracted for and then were not built mm. okay. uh, as a result of the events yeah, the of the Alabama that, and the, the yeah. main events that I'm writing about. Interesting. Um, but... I, I, I thought of a very interesting turn that I could use with my, the person that I have, in my own mind, convinced myself actually was a Confederate spy in the American embassy. 
um, that's something that is nobody else is really talking about other than yeah, but there was a spying going on all over there the was, place, but man. there there are some very specific events that lead me to believe that there was a very specific person high up in the embassy staff who was feeding information to James Bullock to the Confederate agent, and then he stopped. Interesting, because yeah. once the Alabama got away, Bullock makes a point in his memoirs that um, many of his sources. To, to Thomas Dudley's efforts dried up. And I'm going to turn my already identified spy in the embassy into a double agent. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm looking forward to uh, to reading that, actually. But did you also just finished a good solid finished draft of... Silver Magic. Silver Magic. So and I'm, that I'm, is in the hands of an unnamed editor right now. <laughs> And I'm patiently awaiting patiently feedback. Patiently awaiting your turn, right? So, yes. Okay. Yes. So right. silver is done, and, and, and other than, uh, unless some really major issues are found, I don't anticipate that, I will tell you, but they might be, and I will listen to objections. Um, it, you know, other than brushing up and polishing, I think it's done. Okay. Tentatively aluminum magic. Um, aluminum. Aluminium. Aluminium. Uh, I'm just, I have only the vaguest ideas, though, of what's going to happen yeah, but you, with that. You're kind of neck deep in now the historical, I'm, which I'm, is really I've cool. gotten so deep into this yeah. now, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Cool. Well, I'm still in edits on my middle grade because I had a lot of other things that happened, like, oh, running a conference. You know, yeah, just, just a, a few, few things, things here and there. there. A couple of things. Um, so I uh, – but it's going along. It's going along. Uh, working with my editor on that, and that's going along nicely. So hope uh, it, it looks like it's going to be early next year when, when that one is, is ready. Uh, so there's that. And then um, – yeah, that's that's pretty much all I'm working on writing wise right now because it's all I have the bandwidth for. But I'll have some more time this next couple of months now that I'm not building and implementing a multi-day <laughs> conference for other people. And you know, and we've had some kind kind people who reached out to thank us for running the conference, but it is a lot of work and I'm a volunteer. So it takes up a lot of my time, and I don't get paid for it. So uh, I better get some joy out of it, and and, and I'm hopefully get some nice comments out of it because that's my pay. <laughs> that's all you're gonna get. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna get. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what I know on that. Um, what you reading? Oh, I'm not reading anything that's terribly serious. Um, See, since we talked last, I have read um, Crown of Slaves, David Weber, and uh, Eric Flint. Um, I have read um, Janissaries, Jerry Purnell. These are, Janissaries is an old book, and now I'm going back to the 80s. Is this just for entertainment? This is just for entertainment. Um, I've read um, Clan and Crown, which is the sequel to Janissaries, and I'm stopping there. There's two more books in the series, but I can tell Jerry's not going anywhere with it. It's it, They've been out for a long time, and uh, it's, he's not moving toward resolution. 
Um, he died a few years ago, so it's not going to be resolved. <laughs> so I'm not going to waste my time with the rest of them. Oh. Um, I may pick them up later. And then um, I read... Um, Oh, I did, I did finish a book that I had started and then put aside called The Storm Before the Storm. The Storm Before the before Storm? Before the Storm, okay. which is the events in the Roman Empire leading up to the rise of Julius Caesar. Yeah, that's not light reading. It's incredibly interesting and relevant reading. Ooh, okay. Fair enough. That, that sounds... Yeah. Um, there are, there are statements being made by Roman senators and politicians that you could present as a statement made by Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell, and everybody would believe it. Wow, interesting. I mean, to the down to, what are we gonna do about the budget? How are we going so in those days? Change, right? In so, those days, is where are we going to get the money to keep up with the Grendel? Right, right. Well, the only way to get the money is to conquer more territory. Okay, but if we give the generals enough power to do that, then we're putting ourselves at risk because. Pompey is a demagogue who has no respect for the rule of law, the Senate, or the Constitution. Rome had what they considered right. a Constitution. It's like, does this sound familiar? Uh, <laughs> wow. Interesting. And, and that's called The Storm Before the, the storm. storm. Before the Storm. Who wrote it? Do you, do you remember? I'd have to, um, is that a newer book or an older book? It's, a, it's several years old. Um, I can pull it up in my library and tell you. Okay. I just, I, I've forgotten the guy's name. I'm, I'm very bad about remembering authors. That's why we keep a list or uh, of, of I the do. books, I, right? I, I've got, I take pictures of them. Um, I, I've got <laughs> And I have my, a, and then I go in and do my little quick reviews on Goodreads so I know that I've read them. But, yeah, that's the only way I can remember. I, I did, um, I did. Mike Duncan. Mike Duncan. The storm before the storm. That means the beginning of the end of the Roman Republic. Uh oh. 